The monster that was created by a man they called mad. The thing that lives inside where no one can hear it, see it, or feel it. The quiet little motel that has become known as the scene of a crime. The boy with evil living behind his eyes and the daughter possessed by the devil himself. These are the stories you've heard about, talked about. This is the Spooky Bros Horror Show. Welcome back to another episode of Spooky Bros Horror Show. And as always, I'm your host, Joe. I'm Mikey. And I'm Chandler. And this week, we're talking about Candyman. Who can take a sunrise. Know what I mean? I know everybody's disappointed because um, there was big hype at the end of last episode and everybody was promised Evil Dead. And I'm pretty sure there's going to be riots. Um, and I feel like that's on you, Mikey. Uh, I mean, it kind of is. It just so happened that you had already seen it, and then I was going to see it, and then Chandler said he was also going to see it, and I figured, hey, it's fresh out. We should do this right now, you know? So what you're saying is it's Chandler's fault? Uh, most things are, I think. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, fuck you, Chandler. Well, Including, this like, is World another Hunger. bad episode. Let's, uh, you know, maybe we restart. I don't know. The people wanted it, and we're giving it to them. Okay. <laughs> Well, all the all the reviews said one star for the last episode. Fuck Chandler, more fuck Chandler, and so uh, here okay. we are. Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. You got to give the people what they want, Chandler. I guess. And it's not you. <laughs> got him. Um. So the, in this this episode, we're gonna be covering it's the brand new dude, the brand new Candyman. Um, which is a direct sequel to the first, the original one, not two or three, which I haven't seen either of those, so I don't really know what those are about if they're not sequels as well, but. Um, this this one is directly a sequel to the original 1992 Candyman. Um, so we're, we're going to be covering mostly talking about the new Candyman and then, you know, comparing it to the older one as well. Yeah, it's kind of yep. weird because it's like a sequel, but it's also like just a reboot. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it felt very similar. And the, the, the nice thing is they got a lot of like the original cast as well, too, to go into it. Um, right, but but we'll get to that. Yeah, and you do, you do not need to watch the first movie at all to see this movie and understand what happens. That, that's that's why I like it because they they cover pretty much everything that happens in the first one. But anyway, um, are you guys ready for to get into it? Ready. Let's do it. All right. Thirty years after the events of the first film, visual artist Anthony McCoy lives in Chicago with his girlfriend, art gallery director Brianna Cartwright. Brianna's brother, Troy, shares the urban legend of Helen Lyle, uh, the protagonist in the first film, a graduate student who went on a killing spree in the early 1990s. Her rampage culminated in a bonfire outside the Cambrini Green housing project when she attempted to sacrifice a baby. The residents were able to rescue the child before Helen perished in the fire in an apparent act of self-immolation. I don't think this actually ever talks about what happened in the first film, unlike the movie. So I think, uh, let's give a little breakdown. Helen Lyle was the protagonist of the first film, and she is like doing a project on uh, Cabrini Green, and it's this like um, broken down like ghetto neighborhood and she's going in and trying to figure out what's going on with it. Like, they, people there are afraid to call the cops, and everybody's saying, like, 
it's because of the Candyman and whatnot. So she is roaming around these apartments trying to figure out who Candyman is. Um, it all, there also ends up being like a gang, and the leader of this gang just has a hook and calls himself the Candyman, and they end up like beating the shit out of her. But anyway, right. <laughs> um, she ends up finding like the real Candyman, and he's like basically making it look like Helen is a murderer like killing people around her so that they think it's her um and which is why um when Brianna's brother at the beginning of this movie is talking about uh Helen he says that she she's going on a killing spree when really that's not what happened mm-hmm. it, it was actually Candyman doing it but you know urban legends and whatnot they they it's all word of mouth so it, it the story changes from time to time right Desperate for a creative spark to turn his career around, Anthony roams around Cabrini Green for inspiration. He eventually meets William Burke, a laundromat owner who introduces him to the story of the Candyman. When Burke was a child, he had a frightening encounter with Sherman Fields, a hook-handed man whom the police believe was responsible for putting a razor blade in a piece of candy that ended up in the hands of a white girl. Burke inadvertently alerted the police to Sherman's presence inside of the walls of one of the tower blocks, leading them to beat Sherman to death. When children continued to receive candy with razor blades inside, Sherman was exonerated, and the legend implies that if somebody says Candyman five times to a mirror, Sherman's spirit will appear and kill the summoner. Um, inspired, Anthony develops an art exhibit based on the Candyman's legend in the showcase and showcases it at Brianna's art gallery. He is dismayed when it does not get a positive reaction from the audience. That night, one of Brianna's co-workers and his girlfriend are slaughtered by the Candyman after saying his name five times in front of a piece of Anthony's exhibit consisting of a mirror. The legend spreads, and more people are killed after repeating the Candyman's name, including an art critic and a group of teenage girls. All right, how are we feeling right now? We're, we're decently into the movie right now. So the, the scene where he actually, like, the art critic gets killed, that's so, like, much farther into the movie from the first killing of like the the people putting on the show like him and his uh, you know intern slash girlfriend or whatever it is i feel like it's been a few weeks since i've seen the new Candyman, but i know there's a ton that happens in between all of that yeah Um, well so real real quick i just want to mention I, i like the storytelling so far like at the beginning with the brother troy his storytelling i thought it was really good i was like into it you know and then uh burke i think it was his name uh, Burke also, whenever he's telling the story about uh, Cabrini Green and all that good stuff, um, his storytelling was really good too. That's like, I was like really in at that point. And then, yeah, it took take a little bit for the first kill, which was kind of disappointing. I wish the beginning was a little more scary. Um, yeah. But it, I mean, it was a lot of story. So, I mean, it was good to keep me uh, in wrapped in that. And you, you've seen the first one, right? Yeah, like a long time ago. I've only done like a quick synopsis recently. Right. So, I, I again, I've only seen the the ninety two version and this version, the you know the one that just got released. I mm. wouldn't call Candyman a scary movie. Like, there's nothing in it about like the right. first one or this one. They did a really good job of replicating it, but I would never, I wouldn't ever call it a scary movie. It's just like like a oh somebody's telling like a campfire story and like oh yeah I could see how if that happened to you it would be terrifying but like right. listening to it it's like yeah it's not too scary like it's a good story but it's not scary mm-hmm. yeah just like the movies I don't think Candyman in him in itself is supposed to be 
scary. Right. It's more of more of the idea of him that is scary, you know? Right. Yeah. You say his name uh, five times in a mirror and he'll come and kill you. Like, obviously, you watch a movie about that, you're not really going to be scared, but does that mean that you'll walk up to a mirror and say his name five times after seeing that, you know? He, he's he's the chill version of Freddy Krueger. Like, <laughs> he, they kind of have, like, similar vibes and, like, oh, you know, once you summon him or, like, once you see him, he's kind of there to fuck up your shit for a while. But instead of him, like, you know, making you see, like, your tendons or whatever, their veins or whatever it was, and you walking around like a marionette puppet, he just kind of, like you know teleports in front of you or behind you and like fucks with you a little bit Mm -hmm. dude sick dream warriors reference dude (laughs) thanks (laughs) that was a great movie should we just talk about that one honestly yeah so now we're gonna transition to nightmare on elm street so when johnny depp gets sucked into the bed (laughs) anything else that we should talk to talk about before moving on you're gonna go over the kill scene in a second um actually i don't think it really goes into yeah it really doesn't go into detail about the kills oh okay well then i think the first kill was pretty intense uh whenever the girl standing in front of his uh you know his mirror art yeah mm-hmm. the intern and, or whatever she was supposed to be yeah and she buckles herself to the guy her boyfriend or whatever right <laughs> oh my god that would be terrible because she dies like just by slitting the throat and then he's just like oh is this fake and then he can't get away from her because he's still buckled in. Yeah, definitely crazy. And I did like the um, the art critic uh, death as well because it shows from like outside the... I really like the cinematography of this film because they only show uh, Candyman in the mirrors, obviously. So when there's no mirrors in the shot, you can't see Candyman. So mm-hmm. you could see him depending on what angle the camera was at when he was getting the first kill with the... Uh, art critic and the chick or not the art critic uh the art gallery guy but um the art critic there's no mirrors and it's shot like outside of her apartment so you just see like her body floating in front of her window and just like blood spreading across of it across it was really cool scene Okay, Anthony begins to undergo a physical transformation stemming from a bee sting he received on his hand which develops into a huge scab that starts spreading across his entire body he goes to a hospital where he learns that his mother, Anne-Marie, lied about where he was born. And when he confronts her, she reluctantly reveals that he was the baby Helen rescued from the fire the night she died. Though Helen saved him from the first Candyman, uh, I don't remember how to say this guy's last name. It's Daniel, it's it's a French name or whatever. It's like Robot, I don't know how to say it. All right, well, Daniel, <laughs> who abducted him... And planned to sacrifice him in the fire. Anne-Marie never told him about it because she wanted Anthony to have a normal life. The community had vowed never to repeat the Candyman's legend after that night, and she fears what will happen now uh, that someone has broken the pact. Anthony leaves, resigned to his fate, and wanders through the Cabrini Green Row houses. Um, So yeah, going back to the first one really quick. Once... Like, the audience, we know that it's uh, Candyman doing everything, but everybody else thinks it's Helen. And um, the Candyman stole Anne-Marie's baby, which is Anthony in this film, and, like, puts it into this giant, like, wood pile. And Helen goes in to try to, like, save the baby. And all of the residents, like, light the pile on fire because they think Candyman is in there. Um, So... They light it on fire. Helen 
finds the baby, is able to drag it out and give it back to Anne-Marie, but she does die from her wounds because obviously obviously she had some pretty nasty burns from that pile. Also, to take a step back from the 92 movie, um, that was a brutal scene where she wakes up in the bathroom and she has like the Rottweiler's head. And then yeah. you know the ba- like you hear the um, Anne Marie screaming out like outside in the living room, and uh, you know she walks in and there's just fucking blood everywhere. Yeah, crazy, crazy brutal scene. Also from you know the twenty the newest one um, where you mentioned the bee stinging his hand. I don't remember the bees playing that big of a part in the original, but I'm really glad they like added an element of it like. This the the bee sting was, I, I I really personally love that scene or like that added part to it. I mean the bees do play a pretty significant part in the first one. I don't remember <laughs> the bees that much in the first one. Well, the whole thing is uh, the original Candyman. Uh, he was an artist, and he, uh, he he was black, and he was um basically paid to paint a bunch of like nobles pictures and whatnot sure, portraits yeah, yeah. and uh one time he was tasked to do a portrait of this young lady obviously a white woman and they fell in love uh she got pregnant and once everybody found out they like beat him to death they cut off his hand um put a hook in there covered him in honey and he was stung to death by bees and then they lit his body on fire like right. in a pyre and covered his ashes over the um basically where Cabrini Green is now. Right. And and like I, I remember that, but like my point is like, okay, the original ninety two version, the cover art is an eye and you know, Candyman's in the eye is the iris and there's a you know, B on it. In the twenty twenty one version, it's a Tony Todd's character, I think is can or maybe it's it's um fuck yaha um i'm gonna butcher his name the the guy who becomes or you know the anthony main, mccoy the yeah main An- guy. The, the guy who plays anthony mccoy in the yeah. 2021 version it's either him or tony todd's character but their face is covered in bees in one of the poster art mm-hmm. so they make a big deal about it but it it never really comes into play at least compared to his hook hand like why not make the yeah. iconic image his hook hand Instead of like focusing on the bees, that that just it's it's a minor detail, and I know they add in the bees, but it just seems a little like weird to me that they're focusing heavier, like as a selling point, is the bees instead of the hook hand. But I like what they did in this one, where it's like, oh, he got stung by a bee in the hand, like <laughs> over the period, like the course of the movie, his hand like starts rotting a little bit more and a little bit more, and like the more you know, I guess crazy kind of he goes the more his hand rots until you know yeah. obviously it, it well we'll get yeah. to that part his transformation anyway okay um so worried about anthony brianna realizes that burke first told him about the candy man and goes to cabrini green to find them at the laundromat she is attacked and subdued by burke who takes her to an abandoned church where anthony his body continuing to deteriorate is waiting Anthony enters uh, into a fugue state and tries to save her as Burke reveals that he not only witnessed Sherman's death, he also saw Sherman's spirit returning as the Candyman and witnessed him murdering his older sister and her friend who summoned him. Burke plans to have the police gun Anthony down to create a new legend with the Candyman as an instrument of vengeance rather than a symbol of black pain and suffering. 
To complete Anthony's transformation into the Candyman, Burke saws off his right hand and replaces it with a hook. Uh, Brianna manages to escape the church and is chased through Cabrini Green by Burke, whom she, she viciously stabs to death. Anthony appears and collapses into her arms as the police, lured to the scene by Burke, showed up and uh, shot Anthony to death. Uh, Brianna is arrested and handcuffed, and as an officer attempts to intimidate her into agreeing that Anthony provoked the police into shooting him, Brianna uses the police car's rearview mirror to summon the Candyman. He appears now in Anthony's guise and massacres the police. As more police arrive at the scene, Anthony takes on the appearance of uh, Daniel and instructs Brianna to tell everyone. And that's the ending of that. Woohoo, we did it. So one question I have is, is Candyman kind of like um, Sunnyvale rules? Because did he ever kill anybody from Cabrini Green? Um, I don't know, actually. Because he killed a lot of people, and at the end, um, Brianna, 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 I don't, well, she she wasn't from Cabrini Green, was she? I don't remember. But at the end, she, like, she summons him, and then he kills all the cops for her, and then, like, she gets away. Is it right. is it Shady, or, or Sunnyvale rules? <laughs> yeah, I have no idea, actually. I don't know, I thought that was kind of, like, uh, just because she was with him, you know? Mm. Like I feel like that was like uh, her way to get out of it. Like some of you his know? humanity was still there. Him kind of protecting her. Yeah. Well, right. not even that. I think at that point, um, his transformation was complete. Right. So he was kind of brought back to be a symbol of vengeance, uh, as it said, because obviously, and it sucks that. The 1990, what was it, 1992? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, that version is still as relevant today um, because they both hit the same tropes, right? Um, in communities like this, people don't trust the police. Yeah. And so basically at the end, he completes his transformation and now he's a symbol of basically uh, the black community getting their, their revenge and basically... Right. Mm -hmm. um what they deserve you know the justice they need but yeah i think the ending was just more like the justice of it with the cops you know because they did like the same thing over again they went in there and just killed right away right because the cops were fucked up at the end they're like they yeah they were all like yeah they went in and shot him unprovoked mm -hmm. <laughs> and then were like so what's either gonna happen is like to to uh brianna was like you're either going to agree with our story or you're gonna spend the rest of your life in prison it was like, damn, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then Candyman came and wrecked all their shit. And it was like, all right, Candyman. <laughs> yeah, very corrupt cops. Literally oh, slay yeah. King. <laughs> yeah, it's like at this point, he's not even a villain. He's like a like almost an anti-hero type thing. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like a Deadpool-ish guy. Mm -hmm. um, also, the first film is weird because it's like a love story, right? Um I already said that the original Candyman fell in love with the woman that he was making the portrait of. And basically they show that Helen looks exactly like that woman. And um, he wants to kill her and the baby so that they can be together forever, kind of. Mm -hmm. um, whereas this film is nothing like that, really. It's, it's not about that love story it's basically just anthony was marked because he was um you know that baby that was saved 
And so he is like destined to become the next Candyman. Yeah, I was going to mention that like this story it wasn't very much about his love life at all. Like he he didn't even tell his wife about anything until she finally found the paintings and everything, you know? Yeah. Uh, and that was towards the end of the movie where he was going to about to become the full Candyman. Right. Oh yeah. She was oh. kind of like out of the loop. Also, really quick, going to her character Brianna, she was by far my favorite character in the in the movie. Um, she goes against all the stupid girl stereotypes in scary movies. Oh, like, yeah. From the very beginning, her brother walks in and is like, do you want to hear a scary story? And she's immediately like, no. And then <laughs> um, Anthony, when he learns the legend of Candyman and he's showing his painting to Brianna, um, he says that you can summon him by saying uh, his name five times and he starts doing it and she's like nope nope you better stop better stop you know don't play with fire mm-hmm. and then when anthony's missing she's going to try to find him and she goes to the laundromat and she finds burke's office and she's like looking around in there she opens a door and she sees it goes down into like this basement cellar area and she's just immediately like nope and closes right. it yeah. <laughs> oh and um when she kills burke I feel like most uh, women in scary movies, they like when they stab the killer once, they just run away. She just completely stabbed him like 30 times, made sure that he was dead. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's a nice see. This is uh, I mean, that's a it's a great point that you bring up. And it's one of the reasons I didn't like or, you know, a big turn off of um, um, A Quiet Place 2 is they they don't have that trope of helpless woman like oh because you know the main character emily blunt's character in a quiet place one badass immediately in quiet place two she has like she's a badass at the beginning of the movie and then suddenly becomes useless after she has the baby i don't know if you guys have seen it um yeah I haven't, but it sounds oh, like spoilers. Well, it's spoiler. not. It's not a spoiler. <laughs> she 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 just becomes useless, and it's so right. fucking annoying. Like, how can you make her so able in the first one and the beginning of the second one while she's pregnant, and then as soon as she has the baby, suddenly she's useless? Yeah. Or no, I guess she had the baby at the the first one. End Whatever. Of, end it, of the first it doesn't one, matter. Yeah. She becomes useless in the second one, and it's so fucking annoying. Whereas in this one, like, I'm glad they 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 didn't like. I don't know, take the easy way and make the stereotypical oh defenseless woman trope, right? But I think that like so that Jordan Peele actually was one of the producers on this. Yeah, um, he co-wrote and produced it. I think which is he's fucking doing amazing for like the horror genre, like Us and Get Out. I I'm not sure. I'm sure he has some other ones, but you know those are fucking amazing movies and. You know he's 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 absolutely killing it with the horror genre. I wasn't huge on us, but I I did like uh, Get Out a lot, and I, I I loved this movie as well. Thought the cinematography of this movie was really good. There was a lot of scenes that I thought were really cool. Even the opening, because you know Candyman is all about the the mirrors, right? Um, you know the beginning of every movie where they show like what company uh is producing it and whatnot. Yeah, the title um, cards. Yeah. Yeah, all of the text was inverted mm-hmm. um, at the beginning of this movie because it's like it's like you're looking in, into a mirror, basically. Right. Which I thought was awesome, even just starting the movie. Yeah, he's he's re- like really good at like details and stuff like that. Like it, it really does add a lot to it. And I I loved watching 
Anthony's slow transformation. Like they show him like the scene where he's at the art critics uh, apartment yeah. right before she dies when he's like looking at himself in the mirror, but it's the candy man and oh, you yeah, see like so his good. movements and then the candy man's doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's just like showing what he's destined to become. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I think that was probably one of the coolest scenes. Um, I don't know if how they did it, like if they did it afterwards or whatever, you know, but the movements were like perfectly on point and everything. And yeah. uh, as soon as she comes out of the bathroom, you know, it's, it's just like back to normal, you know, for him in his mind. Yeah. Yeah, it was a very well shot um, movie. Does anybody have anything else to say currently, or should we get into like favorite scenes, or what should we do here? Um, I'm gonna say I hated the fingernail scene when he starts to peel that fingernail. Yo, oh oh my yeah. god! I have broken my fingers so many fucking times. I don't <laughs> do finger stuff. Like I just don't like scenes where somebody breaks their hands or somebody like peels. I I could I didn't watch that scene. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah, I made Lily watch it, and I was like, tell me when it's over. I, I just can't watch stuff with hands. I just can't. Mm. <laughs> Classic. I feel, I feel like there was so many more things that I wanted to talk about with this movie, because it does send, like, an awesome message um, about, you know, things that are still relevant today that shouldn't still be relevant today, but they are, you know? Right. But... What else happened? Um, well, we we missed the uh, the bathroom scene with the girl from the art gallery. Oh, where the uh, the high school girls go into the bathroom oh, and they all yeah. say gruesome scene. Yeah, um, which which that that scene right there, I feel like they knew about it, so everyone else in the school had to have found out about Candyman, right? So everyone would have been doing Candyman for a while after this. I feel like people wouldn't, you know, stop doing it. Also, yeah. I want to know. I want to note that um one of the girls um in the that scene her name is her she's credited as Boof, um so just <laughs> you know let that sit I guess um, really quick I'm changing my name but um that's that also like seems like another parable to like Friday the Thirteenth like I wonder if they got a lot of inspiration from Candyman. Or, you know, from Friday the 13th to Candyman, because isn't that like a right. big... Wait, do you mean Nightmare on Elm Street? Sorry, whoops, what? Oh, man, I'm mixing movies. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, no. Um, yeah, because isn't that like one thing is like, oh, if people forget about Freddy, then he kind of Yeah, he stops. has no power. Right. Which Classic is... Freddy versus Jason, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that ending pissed me off of that movie. I hated it so much. <laughs> Yeah, Anyways, that's fair, that, but I still love that movie. That's what I'm trying. That's what I'm thinking. Like, no one's gonna really forget about it. You know, there's a lot of murders and everything now with the social media and all that. All right. in 2019. Oh, I don't man. know how, how it's gonna like. You know, social media go after must that. have been like a serial, or you know, those those kind of killers is like fucking right. white dream. Yeah. And going back to the first film, I uh, I think another reason why he like targets Helen is because she's trying to like makes sense of why this community is so scared and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's probably, she's like basically saying like Candyman isn't real. It doesn't exist and stuff like that. And so he has to do all these things to kind of like get his like legend back out there. You know what I mean? Right. Like he he's not strong enough to do anything if people don't believe in him. Yeah. And that, which goes back to the ending of this movie where he looks at Brianna and just says, tell everyone. Mm-hmm. So now he can actually like kill the people that deserve to be killed. You exact know what I mean? Exact his revenge. Yeah, good movie. Good movie. 
Um, are we ready to jump to ratings? It's a little early, but yeah, I don't know. Does anybody have anything else to say? I feel like I've talked forever. You did. Uh, just, I'm just, I'm just thinking real quick. Uh, oh, I have a fun fact. If we could talk about a fun fact. Yeah, go for it. <clears throat> okay. Well, here we go. Uh, so, so fun fact. I hate bees, right? Uh, because I've been stung many times and uh, they hurt. So, bees or I, wasps? Because there's I, a big difference. We're gonna have an issue if you have a problem with bees. Okay, wasps. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, but that, that's I, fine. But I, uh, you know, I, I collectively call them all bees, right? So, Although, like, wasps um, are really good for, like, you know, mosquito and tick and, you know, stuff like that. So. Anyways, I'm putting Joe on mute. Um, so, in, in the first Candyman, the bees were real. Like, they actually used baby bees. Oh. So after, after 12 hours old, they look like grown-ups, I guess. And so, they used real ones for, like, in-the-mouth scenes and, like, all that stuff. What? Oh, but my while God. They're, while they're only 12, years old, uh, 12 uh, hours old. They don't have long stingers yet, so they don't really hurt that bad. But um, for Todd, the the guy that played Candyman that used them, uh, he negotiated a deal for a thousand dollars every time he got stung, and he got stung twenty three times. Damn! Oh, I heard that actually. Yeah. yeah so he, uh, you know, he he got he got paid, but but in the new one, they used a lot of uh, CGI, you know, with the beasts because they can do that now. Well, would you? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Would you do that? <laughs> would you take that deal? Oh no, definitely not. Are you kidding I me? Would. No. <laughs> no, no. 23 times buddy made bank on that oh, i yeah. would do it i would piss them all off too yeah they they were a special breed of non-venomous bees or something that they did for the first film because someone was super allergic to them uh that so they had to, like get special ones and they did them they like made them the day like you know if anybody wants right to pay me a thousand dollars per sting i'll put hornets in my mouth i don't care i'll spend a week <laughs> in a hospital <laughs> Wait, they also have to cover your hospital t- hospital bill yeah, too. Yeah, Otherwise, yeah, all your money's yeah, going. Yeah, to you that. do have to do that. My uh, deductible is insane. <laughs> oh, I also really like when um, the intern and the uh, guy at the art gallery died at the beginning. Um, when Brianna is showing Anthony the news segment of them dying. Mm-hmm. He like oh, doesn't yeah. give a shit, and he's just like, "They said the name of my piece, like oh, right. they they said my name. They like they're talking about me." Yeah, that was kind of like the turning point, you know. Like you knew like something was starting to happen with them. Yeah, I mean, which goes to the whole point of Candyman in general, anyway, because his whole thing is, you know, tell everyone, get my story out there, get me strong again. So it's right. like, is that the beginning of his transformation there? Yeah, I that plus the vengeance, you know, part of it, and yeah, because I mean, he wanted the vengeance on him, like from the night before. Yeah. All right. Um, favorite scenes, rating. Um. All right, I'll go first. Um. So I pick the, uh, I think the art critic's uh, house whenever he goes over to her apartment. I really liked that scene. Uh, really liked the whole thing up until the end. Um, where it was great, where she was just sliding against, you know, the the glass window pane of the high rise building, right, and all the other built like uh, her neighbors or were around her but they couldn't hear screaming you know because obviously she was just instantly dead but yeah i thought that whole scene was really cool um because you couldn't see him unless uh you had a mirror right which is a really cool part of the movie um also with the whole mirror uh segment with him looking into it and seeing the old candy man you know as his reflection i thought that was really cool um am i doing my rating right now go for it yeah dude let's go for it um and i think i'm gonna rate this movie a uh I'm going to say a 7.8. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's nice. pretty good. That's pretty good rating. Yeah, I liked it. 
All right. Do you want me to go next, Joe? Go for it. So I think my favorite scene was the elevator scene where he goes back to the college and he found uh, Helen's old notes while she was doing her project on Cabrini Green. Um, He goes into the elevator, kind of chuckles because it's all mirrors and all of a sudden, like, the elevator stops moving. He's trying to hit the, like, the panic button and whatnot. Nothing's happening. He sees some, like, blood drop from the ceiling, and he looks up, and he just sees the old Candyman. Uh, basically, another way of saying he's transforming because he keeps seeing his reflection as Candyman. And he's, like, freaking out the entire time, and then the door just opens, and there's just a bunch of people waiting for him outside, and they're just, yeah, like, he's like on the ground. really judging him <laughs> because he looks so freaked out on the ground, and they're like, really? Like, it's an elevator, man. Yeah, just the college kids there. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was that movie where, like, the whole premise is, like, a group of people are stuck in Devil. a... Devil. Devil, okay. That that gave me devil vibes, and which was that was an alright movie from what I remember. Um, yeah. yeah, that was a solid scene. It made me uh, not want to go into elevators with old ladies for a while. So, <laughs> and what would you rate it? Oh, I was honestly gonna rate this one eight and a half. Eight and a half. Ooh. Wow. Okay. I thought this movie was a solid watch from start to finish. It is a little bit slow, so if you don't like uh, the slow burn kind of movies, you might not like it. But I thought it was shot very well. It's modern, you know, it, it's, it tells you, it really highlights problems in our society. It kind of just throws it in your face, which honestly needs to be done sometimes. Um, and it, the cinematography was great. It was easy to watch. There are so many cool scenes. Uh, like, like I said, just a smooth watch from start to finish. For me, my favorite scenes, well, I guess mine is, uh, I really, really enjoyed the periodical like transformation of his hand from the bee sting i really like that a lot and i think my favorite scene was like the very end where he just goes fucking nuts and just like is slaughtering all the cops like it, it, it's a cool scene like you get to see oh, yeah. like the full power of candy man like covered in bees oh yeah like <laughs> it, it it like during the whole movie it's like okay yeah he's badass and he can kill anybody he wants but like also, when he wants to go into overdrive, he's just, like, killing everybody. And, and the cop that, that's inside the car is like, well, you can't get me, bitch. And then he just unlocks the doors. And it's like, all right, bro, you're done. <laughs> For my rating, I'm going to go a lot lower than you guys. <laughs> um, I have to give it a six and a half. Like, mm. it was a good movie. I liked it. It just... And and I, I really liked that, you know... the. The 92 version and the 21 version, they go seamlessly together. Um, it, it, it's almost like you're watching the exact same movie of how well they replicated the original. And I like that they got like the reoccurring guests or the cast members. And, you know, it was a cool, you know, I, I like what they did with, oh, the baby from the first one. They continued his story. And like once you found that out, it's like, oh, that's a really great idea. Um, but like you're saying, it was pretty slow. There wasn't anything particularly scary about it. Like there wasn't even like jump scares that were kind of scary. Um, it just, it it felt like a good story, but it was almost like a good drama instead of like a horror movie to me. Um, but I, I, I enjoyed it. That's fair. But I also kind of like those movies more because, 
those movies that it's one of those movies that like makes you think about it a little bit more it stays with you rather when i watch a, a jump scare movie i'm i'm uh you know I, I feel a little bit spooked for the hour and a half two hours that i'm watching it mm-hmm. and then once i'm out of the theater i'm like okay i'm good but like movies like this the, the idea of it kind of kind of sticks with you and every time you look into a mirror that's just what uh, crosses your mind mm-hmm. i mean it just it didn't really i again i enjoyed the movie but it didn't really stick with me. Like, I, I, uh, I can't really remember. Like, if I had to choose this, I would, you know, a movie like this, I would pick Nightmare on Elm Street over Candyman. And mm. I get, like, they're, you know, two different beasts, but, it, it, you know, in a sense, in a kind of movie like this, I, I don't think I would pick Candyman. Um, again, yeah. liked the movie, just, you know, wasn't my favorite movie. That's fair. Yeah. Um, can we also talk about, like... Okay, so he got stung, and his hand was pretty messed up. It's like, why did it take him so long to go to the hospital? Yes. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's He's literally <laughs> peeling it off in one scene, and he's like, oh, that hurts. Your hand is rotting, bro. <laughs> yeah, and he just, like, he just wraps it up, and then he's still picking at it right. throughout the movie. It's like, my man, go to the hospital. Right, and mm-hmm. he literally peels his fingernail off. Get yeah. out of here. <laughs> do we do we uh do we have time for a, a worse scene? Sure. Oh my god. Is it gosh. the fingernail scene? Cuz I nope. agree. No, that's not mine. I I choose the scene where uh, his arm gets cut off, right? And then they stick the hook. Oh god. Oh, I right into in his there. arm. See, I like that a lot cuz oh, when you see Candyman, he clearly has a stump and then like, you know, uh, the metal is jabbed in and it's like Oh, how did you get that, Candyman? And then it's like, oh, this brutal, badass way. I mean, it sucks for Candyman. Like, I feel bad yeah. for you, my guy, but it's kind of badass the way you got a fucking piece of metal stuck in your arm. I mean, it's not falling off. It's not like a pirate one where it's just, <laughs> right. you know, it's it's in there. It's no Captain Hook pussy ass over my stump. It's going in his oh, arm. It's yeah. so gross. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, one more thing I wanted to talk about. Can we, can we talk about, like, how interesting it is on how, like, intelligent Candyman is? Like, he can, like, you say his name five times, and 90% of the time he comes back and murders you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, the first one, Helen says his name five times, and he doesn't kill her. He, they kind of explain that to be a love interest thing. Um but he like kind of shows her his power the entire time by just killing those around her and making people think it's her. So it's like you you can say his name five times, but that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to kill you. And then in this film, Anthony, I believe at the beginning, he's the first one to say it five times, but he doesn't get killed. Right. I mean, argue well. He does at the end. But yeah. But, arguably you know, worse, but you know. Or the curator and the intern, they say it a combo of times. And then at the very end where Brianna's like, Candyman, 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 Candyman. And the cop goes, what are you saying? Candyman? And then that's the fifth time and boom, he shows up and then kills all the cops. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't yeah. even have to be you saying it five times. Like He's like, say it five times. I dare you. I'm going to show up. Like If you yeah. play around, I'm going to show up. Say my name. That was the name of uh, Anthony's art piece. If we'd never said that here, I don't think we did. But <laughs> listen, listen. I think the film was a great film. Um, from the cinematography aspect, like you were saying earlier, Mikey, 
Like the whole, I, I, I don't know, the movies are just getting really good with the whole, uh, you know, B-roll where it's going scene to scene. All that stuff's really cool. Yeah, and unfortunately, this, like, we already asked you what your opinion is, so we're going to actually end the oh show now, Chandler. Yeah. You had your time to speak, so spooky. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. uh, speaking of, um, I have to, a- as you were saying, um, um, uh-huh. let me cut off Chandler uh-huh. here. Yeah. He's not allowed uh-huh. to talk yeah. anymore. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I have to apologize to the audience for two uh-huh, reasons. Uh-huh, uh-huh. One, for letting Chandler talk this long without uh-huh. interrupting him. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, right. Um, two, because we're going to have to push back Evil Dead again because Malignant is coming out this weekend in three days to be exact. Well, from the time we're recording this. Oh, is it really? Um, yes. And so I would like to do an episode on that next week. Okay, we can we can do malignant. Yeah, I mean it looks good. I'm in. Nice. And then Evil Dead after that. <laughs> right. Then probably Evil Dead, but you know, yeah, it's our show and we can do whatever we want. <laughs> yeah, un- unless you you tell us that you really want something, then we'll probably do that because we're all just a bunch of little simp boys. That's true. We true. are beta cocks. Tra- Chandler oh. plays Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, and I'm good at it. Anybody want to play? <laughs> No, 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 no. No, I'm asking the viewers, guys. I don't want to play with you guys. Yeah, the answer is oh. the same, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. We play real games like Phasmophobia <laughs> and Dead by Daylight. And Stardew Valley when I'm scared. Oh, yeah. No. Um. Did Did you have more to say? Yeah, anyways, Chandler? yeah like Finish I was your... saying, I uh, I really liked how they depicted oh, the and whole continuing um, on um, <laughs> societal issues from back then and nowadays. So in Stardew Valley, really cool. you got to make sure you do all the tasks um, so you get the rare okay. crows. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. No. No. Please, Chandler, go. No. 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 It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. That's right. If you could just start from the beginning, is all. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, let's run it back. Clap, let's clap sync, and we'll start oh over. Oh my! Three, God. two, one. Listen, all in all, it's a great film. You guys should watch it. Um, don't listen to these two guys. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> I guess the highest rating. I was gonna say Mikey gave it the highest rating. Oh wait, listen to Mikey. He's he's sometimes right. <laughs> <laughs> but Joe, on the other hand, don't listen. To him. Yeah, it's honestly pretty good life advice. Just don't listen to Joe. Yeah, honestly, you can't go wrong. <laughs> but honestly, you shouldn't listen to Chandler either most of the time. Just Did listen you hear to Joe yell at his child in the background earlier? He said, "Shut up!" <laughs> like, come on. Well, you gotta teach them when they're young, you know. Yeah, and he named his child Woody. <laughs> well, I didn't. Yeah, who, I didn't name that? him. I actually found him with his name named Woody, but you know. Oh yeah. Oh, what do you have a collar on or something? Did he just show up uh, at your doorstep like Billy from Dead Silence style? <laughs> do you, you want to get into it because it's actually pretty sad, you know? If you want to get into how we got no, not Woody. really not really we should end the episode <laughs> on a good note you know yeah. <laughs> <We> should... <laughs> all right do you guys have anything else you want to say watch the movie seriously watch the movie it's a good movie yes watch the movie um even though i gave it a six and six and a half right i don't remember even what my rating is even though i gave it that the lowest rating i still enjoyed it go watch it go watch both of them i can't attest to the second and third movie um, but the first one and the second one, or the newest one are really good. You should definitely watch them. And I think arguably the first one holds up pretty well. Yeah, yeah. We watched it in like not too much before. Oh, that was a poorly constructed phrase. doesn't matter. <laughs> we watched it in preparation of the new one coming out. And yeah, it's it still, it looks really good. And like the acting's just as good as the new one. Um, it all holds up. Great films. 
Great films. Very worded very well, Joe. I think you did very well there. <laughs> Thanks. Um, none of that is staying in where I fucked up. Uh, <laughs> no, no, it is. It's, it has to. But it, uh, all right. So Candyman's done in the books. Candyman ninety two. Candyman twenty one in the books. Done. We wrapped another one up. Um, thank you so much for listening. As always, like, comment, subscribe, hit the bell, thumbs up. Give us the five star. If you give us a five star with your name and you write a review, we'll give you a shout out. Um, join our Discord. Join, uh, 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 follow us on Twitch. All of us, Chandler, Mikey, and I have a Twitch. Follow Chandler's TikTok. Everything will be in the description. Um, and if you have any comments, you have any, you want to say any spooky stories, you want any of that stuff, um, you can either leave a message on Discord. We'll respond there, or you know, write in to S. As in spooky. Spooky. <laughs> B as in the Candyman can. Horror show at gmail.com. That's sbhorrorshow at gmail.com. Thank you so much.